Mama, I know your overwhelm. That to-do list, the marriage struggles, the sleepless nights, and the desperate sense of inadequacy you often feel as a mother. I know because I've been there. But more importantly, I know that in your baby's DNA are seeds of greatness too big for you to humanly comprehend. You are thinking too small. You are raising no ordinary child. And you, Mama, are a force in the earth called to be no ordinary parent. Yes, you. My name is Denise Mira, and my book, No Ordinary Child, Unlocking the Leader Within Your Child, is chock full of the gold I mined over three decades of parenting my five extraordinary children. It's not a book of rules and more stuff you have to do. Instead of a heavy yoke, you'll find freedom. Trade in your overwhelm for an infusion of power and realize the transformation you've been longing for. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You've come to the right place. My name is Felice Gerwitz and I'm your host. On the One More Child Podcast, we'll talk about our daily struggles, faith, family, children, relationships, and whatever the Lord brings our way. One thing you can be sure of, I will share helpful solutions and encourage you along your journey in life. And best of all, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the truth will set you free. This is your personal invitation to join me weekly on the One More Child podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the One More Child podcast. This is episode 31, and you can find the show notes for today's episode at onemorechildpodcast.com. And today we are going to talk about longing for significance. So if you are a weary mom out there, this one is going to be a blessing to you. And today I have a special guest, and that is Denise Myra. Welcome, Denise. Great to be here, Felice. Oh, gosh. Um, We have an amazing show, Denise. And what I would like the listener to do is to share this episode with a friend. You can download it on any podcast app, on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, or um, I believe we're on Stitcher. We are on iHeartRadio. So you can pretty much find us everywhere uh, that podcasts reside. And then I would like you to reach out to our guest. And you can find her at Denise Myra. So that's D-E-N-I-S-E-M-I-R-A.com and connect with her on social media. Where are you the most, Denise? Are you on a Facebook girl or an Instagram girl? Instagram, Facebook. I have a personal newsletter that I send out to encourage mamas and daddies as well. But you can find a lot of my posts on Facebook and Instagram would be my favorite. Sometimes Twitter. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. And share a little bit about yourself with our listener. If you've listened to my podcast before, then you've been introduced to Denise, but I want you to uh, share a little bit about yourself, Denise. Well, I was surprised by the Lord in in my youth. Um, I never wanted babies, never wanted to get married. I was going to be a high-powered executive of some sort. And I was raised to to think about career and money and status. And I had a dramatic uh, revelation of Jesus and 
just born again. And, and before I knew it, within a year, I was married, eventually had five children, homeschooled them for many years. And God just stole my heart for family and children and mothers and fathers. And my, I guess that would be my absolute, any, anytime you poke me, that's what I'm going to talk about, the power of strong families, the power, the inestimable potential of, of our children, the revolutionary impact a mama can have by focusing in those in that season of child training. So that that's really who I am. And out of all my years of, of child training and, and uh, just having babies, I journaled and that became a book that's called No Ordinary Child, Unlocking the Leader Within Your Child. And it's just my heart on paper as I used the Bible for my parenting manual because I was lost and confused and, you know, I, I wasn't raised to be a mama. And that's really, in a nutshell, who I am. Now I enjoy an amazing reality with my five grown sons, three are married, all my grandchildren are being homeschooled. And it's, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing. So what we're going to share about today together, Felice, um, is really my heartbeat. Um, and the whole reason I even get to enjoy eating that sweet fruit of uh, enjoying my grown children around me and my grandchildren and, and all, all of the things God put in my heart that have come to fruition. So that's, that's pretty much uh, it in a, <laughs> in a few very, very, <laughs> oh my gosh, very, very blessed. Um, you know, because I, um, you know, met you some years back and loved your book, bought several copies to give um, as gifts. And that's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like one of the things I think about is, um, you know, how that should be a gift for every newly engaged couple or married couple. It should be part of, wow. you know, the gift giving because it's just wonderful. And Thank also, you. you know, talking about, yeah, and then talking about what an impact mom has. Um, because so many times, you know, um, you'll go somewhere. I remember um, one time getting my hair done early on, and uh, my husband was watching the kids, so I got, you know, a little a get, little getaway, and um, I was getting my hair done, and mm-hmm. someone said, you know, like, well, what do you do? And I had been a teacher. I graduated from college, but I just, you know, I didn't share any of that. I said, well, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and the girl doing my hair kind of looked at me weird, and she goes, oh, so basically your husband's <laughs> paying for your haircut. And, you know, oh, and so if you ever, I'm usually very mild mannered, but if you ever <laughs> say something to me that I, it was not a very godly thing to do, I'm glad I wasn't wearing like, you know, something outwardly Christian um, because I just looked at her and I go, yes, not only is he paying for this haircut, but also your tip. And so, you know, if that's a problem, wow. just let me know. And she's like, then she way backtracked and was super nice the rest of the time. And I said, well, I'm never coming back here. But it was just like, you know, you're not significant. You're a stay-at-home mom. Oh, my gosh, you know. And so I'm really excited today to be talking about that because your value comes from above. and, Mm. And so you have to have that within you. And a lot of times people, you know, don't have faith. Or I always say, you know, to my kids, I go, you know, even when I was teaching at church, whose faith is this? Is this your mother's faith or your father's faith 
or is it really safe from the Lord? Because you shared early on um, when you were sharing about yourself that you fell in love with Jesus. And so mm-hmm. when you have that faith, people like that say things to you cannot rob you of that, of, of that self-worth. So we're going to go through some things here that you've listed out, and um, one of them is that you are somebody. So share that mm. with the listeners. Every year you'll notice that Time Magazine has on their cover once a year in the spring one, the 100 most awesome, amazing, influential people. And I used to walk by that magazine because there's, there is something in each of us. God has made us each so uniquely awesome it, whoever's listening today, that is you, capital Y-O-U. And, and life beats us down, and those messages from the hairdresser or the Instagram or the, uh, the billboard or the commercial, it wears us down, and we begin to back off into a corner. And we think, oh, somebody is on Time Magazine or somebody, but we all long to be somebody, somebody of significance, somebody that is world-changing, that has an impact. I know, I know that's in your heart, that's in our children's hearts, but, but we, can be, we can get starstruck, and it's so easy today. I mean, I thought it was hard uh, raising my kids in the 80s dealing with this. You know, I'd go to the hairdresser, pick up a magazine, and by the end of that magazine, the beauty magazine, glamour magazine, whatever it was, you just felt ugly, fat, insignificant, um, boring, stupid. You're a frumpy old, you know, you're a frumpy old housewife. And, and, I, and I had to fight that. Well, today, <laughs> oh, my goodness. How, you can't even pick up your phone without, without seeing the Kardashians and Lauren Daigle and Haley Bieber, all these wonderful, you know, Megan and Harry. And, and I know we're godly people, but we're human beings, and we long to be admired. We long for something special to show up in our lives for others. And, and so I just, I just want to say it's okay to want to have that significance, want to have an impact. That's exactly what God wants you to be. Matter of fact, if you're hiding your talents, he doesn't, he doesn't play around with that. He's very firm about us hiding our talent. So, so I, I just, I would really, um, I'd, I'd look that straight in the eye, like that hairdresser, like you did. And I'd have to cut that off and abort that thought. Because if you look mm-hmm. at our world around us, I think what, what most, so many, I don't want to say most, but so many women are chasing perceived value. Perceived value is the world system. It's, it's, it's perpetuated on the principles of perceived value. I have a book I sell. So, of course, because I have a business and I sell a book, people send me things to give away with my book. And, and they'll put on there, this has a very high perceived value. It may cost me 50 cents. But my buyer is supposed to think, wow, I get that with my book. And I think that anything women are looking at today, whether they're buying makeup, whether they're buying a sparkling drink, whether they're buying yoga pants, there is an attachment to it of perceived value. And as women of God, we have to put on godly lenses and see through that because it's phony, it's fake, it's fool's gold. And so many women I know now in my age range, they lived their lives building on fool's gold. They look at me now and I'm nobody. I'm no, I mean, in, in, the, in the scope of the whole wide world, I am somebody, but what I'm saying is I'm not famous. I don't have 100,000 Instagram followers. But they'll say to me, Denise, I wish I had your life. I don't have kids. I don't have grandkids. I don't, you know, I've been married three times. And and that's not to disperse 
it's a, it cast dispersion on anybody that's had difficulties. We've all got things we're fighting. But what I'm saying is we can't build our lives on perceived value. We have to spend time with Jesus to get mm-hmm. to, to, so our eyes are clean and our vision is 2020 because the only way we can get 2020 vision in this world, in my estimation, is by the washing of the water of the word of God, which reminds us what to build our lives on. And so what I realized was my plumb line had to be straight. I don't even, I don't even think people realize, and as if you're listening today, you may not even realize your point of reference every day. When you look in the mirror, when you get dressed, when you, how you treat your children, how you treat your husband, what is your plumb line? Is it what you read in People Magazine? Is it what Gloria Steinem said 30 years ago? Is it what is on, uh, you know, the latest Fox News post? I don't know, but, but we all build our lives on a plumb line, whether we know it or not. And so many women, as I see it, they don't realize they're hanging on to the wrong plumb line. They're measuring their lives against media, magazines, movies. Nora Ephron, who wrote uh, You've Got Mail and so, so, so many, Sleepless in Seattle, so many movies we love. Uh, she said, I taught I taught this generation what love is. She was married three times. She was miserable. She, she had an empty life. She wrote some great stories, but that's what I'm saying. If we build our lives on what we're learning through media channels, um, that especially are ungodly or, or secular, they don't even have to be, I'm not trying to make everything out as sin, but I'm just saying, Keep your nose in the word. Make sure that's your plumb line. And I know you would agree with that, Felice. I know that that's how right. you've built your life. A wise woman builds. But so many times media channels are teaching us to tear down our own house with our own hands. Right. And I think that's the, you know, when we start taking our eyes off of the Lord and looking at these other things and, and doing a comparison it gets really um, depressing. Um, something yeah. happened to me some time ago, and it wasn't even someone famous. It was a really good friend of mine who I had gone to college with, and I was struggling with my firstborn and, you know, stopped teaching, and I was staying home with my little one, and he was a handful. You know, as most firstborns, you know, we don't have number two or three under the belt where it's like, okay, we're on autopilot now. You know, it, it, it was, oh, I was lost. Um, I was lost. <laughs> <laughs> so you can relate. Well, then I go to the mailbox because, you know, we can go walk to the mailbox and get the mail and kind of, you know, go back in, have it, you know, you, you do all these little things with your, with your little one. And so I got a postcard from my friend who was sipping my tides in Hawaii on the beach and thought of me. <laughs> and I just thought, seriously, Lord. Seriously, you know, and I think she had seen Tom Selleck had a Tom Selleck, you know, sighting and we were watching, you know, like him on TV or something. And I just thought, you know, and I showed my husband and, you know, of course, I was a puddle of tears because I'm not I don't even like my ties. I don't even. But the point was that, you know, here she is on the beach. I don't even know what it is, truthfully. And um, and so I'm I am just just overwhelmed. And I just had to realize, you know, that I was blessed and I'm just blessed in a different way. And maybe someday, you know, I would go to Hawaii. I haven't yet. Um, But that wasn't it wasn't necessarily a goal of mine. You know what I mean? But it was just when it came. And the enemy knows 
He knows when mm. to hit us. Mm-hmm. And so we mm-hmm. just have to have, you know, kind of like that. Um, I heard somebody talk about it once as a tool chest and just things that you can put in that tool chest to avert burnout or to avert, you know, depression or whatever that is. That might be a good podcast for us to do sometime. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know <laughs> I have a lot but, of material uh, on that. <laughs> yeah, because it would just be, you know, something to be helpful. But, you know, I got through it. My husband was wonderful and, um, you know, and helped me through that. And so um, sometimes, you know, we look at that, you know, and we just say, oh, my gosh, um, you know, my life is not like that. But it doesn't matter because I love what you said at the beginning about, you know, each person is, you know, is special, has potential, and does have an impact. Well, and what we're talking about, like with that little postcard, is you were in a different season than her, right? And seasons come and go for us women. I mean, now you could probably schedule a week at, well, you live by the beach, but you could schedule a week <laughs> in Hawaii, any, pretty much almost any week of the year, yeah, and it's because four, you're, right, and it's four, you four. have that freedom. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. What'd you say? I said any Florida beach. Yes, I'm, I'm about 20 minutes away from the beach without I, traffic. I if there's of, traffic, it's a lot yep. longer. So, but, but yeah, you know, we have to be discerning and we have to be flexible because you know what? The world's waiting for our children's greatness. And what I found is to a large extent that could only be born through my sacrifice and sacrifice is a beautiful thing. If you know, it's in God's time and his plan and you were laying down your life for that little precious one and your season for freedom is even more blessed now. I mean, you were in your own freedom then too, but I, but now the freedom you enjoy is even highlighted by the fact that you spent your time at the right time doing what you should be doing to get the right results so you can be totally free. I have friends now my age whose kids, God bless them, are, you know, they're just wrecked and they're basically raising kids for life. And, and so many times it's because they weren't discerning their season. And we've got mm-hmm. to discern our season. Um, so much of what we look at, our eyes look at, you know, grass, so much is sent to our eyes to see and to thwart us and distract us. Um, Luke, Luke 16 says that what's exalted among men is an abomination to God. And we just have to remember that so much of the glory of man around us is, it, it's not even on God's radar. It's just nonsense and foolishness. And I think the only way we can discern that is to keep our hearts clean and just keep our eyes in the word of God, in the word of God. That's where life comes from. And I, I really see this whole, this whole uh, strategy of, you know, of wanting, making us want to be somebody we're not supposed to be or somebody that we want to be at the wrong, on the wrong timeline of our lives. I see it as just the new face on an old plan. And that is to get mommy riled up in her spirit, that feminism thing that, that shouts, you are one bad gal. You need to get out there and strut your stuff before it's too late. And it, and basically that, to me, that message just, it's subtle. You don't even realize it's happening to you, but she, this discontent, it's like your nest isn't, is ruffled and you're, you're looking around and you've got an attitude toward your husband and you're, you know, you're sick of doing dishes and just those little whispers in your ear. And pretty soon that discontent pushes you out the door. 
so that the enemy can steal that seed. And that, to me, if we could see through that nonsense, I remember being offered a, a really great job. Um, I actually had a really great job <laughs> when my firstborn was born. And, and we had decided, nope, we're quitting that, we're quitting that. And then I was offered another really great job, and I had three little boys around my feet. And I looked at that job description, and I said, it's, it's in, in you know, comparison to what I've got here in my hands, this is garbage. This is the devil's trap. This is nonsense. Because I knew in my knower that the most valuable thing I could do at that point in my life, no one could take my place. No daycare was good enough. No grandma could do it like I could do it. I needed to stay planted in my house with those little ones. And now, good grief, 35 years later, I, I, I could cry sitting here talking to you right now about the power of that choice. It is unbelievable. It's, it's mind-boggling. I did so win wonderful. the lottery. Won the lottery. That is yeah. I think lottery. we both did. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're just yes. blessed. And, you know, and some people will just say, well, you know, your kids are just different. And, um, you know, and I just think to myself, well, they're, you know, they're kids like every other kid with the temptations that are out there. And especially um, my three younger ones had that additional temptation of technology. So, um, you know, it's just we, we've had to overcome, but being present to them and uh, communicating is so important. And what I really love mm-hmm. here is that, you know, you really have named it. You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's just a new ploy to, you know, make us feel discontent. So I really, I really um, agree with that. Well, and when people say, oh, your kids are just different. Oh, I wish I could have what you have. Basically, you know, you and I both know that parenting is not a crapshoot. That's another lie the devil will tell mommies today. Well, you know, you can't guarantee the outcome, and you can't control their destiny, and you can't, but I, I have to say, there's, it's back to there is a sacrifice that has to be paid in the season of childbearing that, um, you know, if, if they want your life, they have to take that sacrifice too is what I'm saying. If you mm-hmm. want what I have, right. you got to live through what I live through. It doesn't mean we're perfect. It doesn't mean our children are perfect. It doesn't mean that we haven't all made mistakes. We're all sinners, obviously. But but there is substance that we absolutely, according to God's word, can have if we will invest wisely in the right season with our children. And that's why I want to encourage your listeners that's you, Mama. That's you, Daddy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, don't listen to the lies. And that's where, like you said, we have to uproot every lie with the truth. Once again, if you're not in the Word, you're, you're a goner. You're done. <laughs> and and you're, you're setting up your children for failure as well. We've got to live in the Word. We've got to be planted firmly in the Word of God to get His truth to so, so that what I would feel like, you know, a loser, or I feel like an old frumpy housewife, uh, you know, here I am, 100 pounds heavier with my fifth born, waddling around the house, you know, and trying to homeschool the other four, feeling like a complete loser <laughs> at times. I would say, I would go back to the word, I die daily. I die daily. If you, you know, and I, and I would die to those things. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't 
at this moment share all the scriptures, but God gave me nuggets to hang on to. And I, that's where I began to journal just to hang on to those truths and to revisit those truths so that I wouldn't be hoodwinked and, and, you know, and run out the door with all the other mommies running out the door every morning to work. I, I knew where my work was by God's grace. And I had to keep reminding myself of that truth because I, I, I wanted to be somebody too. And so I can totally, completely relate to any mama who's struggling with this with all my heart. I had to continually go back to God's word and remind myself because you know what, Felice, I want everything. I want everything. And, and I felt like God said, you can have everything at the right time, in the right season, on the right timeline. And that's what I would encourage you today listening. There's nothing, nothing, no good thing would God withhold from them that love him. But wisdom causes us to restrain ourselves in the right season, to do the right thing. And to, there is a suffering. There is a suffering in that mm-hmm. because we're human beings. But and nobody wants weakness. to talk about that. You know, mm. Denise, nobody wants to talk about the sacrifice. And I love that you brought that up um, because we're not being martyrs. We're just being honest. You know, yes. there, there was that aspect where you had to make that decision. And, you know, some husbands want their wives to go back to work because two incomes are easier. And, you know, mm. you just um, really have to be united in that. And, mm. um, and just, you know, no one can, uh, like you said, you know, take your place as, as wonderful as they are, you know. Uh, so I think that's so true. But I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Well, I think it is, it's almost like, you know, I hear about these mommy wars, you know, these stay-at-home mommies versus career mommies. That is so not in my heart. My heart is to help women in their child-rearing years to understand the power of their role, the absolute inestimable power of their role, because I want them to experience the full blessing, uh, both now and to come. I never, ever would have known what it was to snuggle a baby, to nurse a baby, to to teach a ba- my baby how to read, to now be able to do that same, to watch that same thing unfold <clears throat> in the next generation as my children, married wives, and decide to do it like mama and daddy did it and homeschool their kids and keep mommy home so she could teach that baby and teach that baby to read. That is more valuable than an oceanfront in Malibu with, you know, the king, I, I just, there's no comparison. And so that's, mm. that's my heartbeat. It's not to judge a woman who's working her butt off it, you know, at the desk down at the D, DMV or whatever. My heart goes out to women who are trying to do it all. I don't know how they even cope with life doing, trying to do everything like that. And so this is freedom, calling women to freedom, because I don't believe feminism has freed women. And that's a whole other topic. I believe feminism has freed men. And, and we could talk about that another day. But I want to set the captive women free from the wrong thinking and, and the wrong investment. It's like if you started your 401k 30 years ago, today you're looking at a really sweet nest egg. But if you forgot and delayed and started it 25 years in, it's a whole other picture. It's just make right choices at the right time. And if I can, if I can capture one heart out there today and 
say, Mommy, I'm with you. I'm cheering you on. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. I see it. I see it. Hang on tight. Help me. I'll, I'll help pull you through because it's not easy. It's not easy. That's wonderful. We are almost out of time. So, um, you know, did you have anything else you wanted to share? Wow. You know, I, I think that <laughs> that is a, a lot right there. You know, I just I just know that um, I think that's really about it. Police, I really do. I think that um, that's good for now. <laughs> just, yeah, oh, wait, I think that is what? a lot. No, there is one, there, one, one okay. closing thing. I totally forgot about this, but this was a story out of the Word of God, and I'll keep it really brief, that that pulled me through. And when I was wanting to be somebody, and I was drowning in diapers and dishes and, and homeschool books. Okay. Are, do you remember that story? Of course you do. You've heard it a million times when Samuel was called by God to go anoint a king of, of Israel. And he went to Jesse who had seven sons and he was looking at the handsome, tall, glorious, amazing, buff, you know, brutal men. And, and one by one, he turned him down. He said, he said, Jesse, scratching his head. Do you have any other kids? I, I'm not feeling it here. <laughs> God's not saying yes. And he said, oh, yeah, just a little, basically, oh, yeah, the youngest, but he's out tending the sheep. And I, I could cry right now thinking about this because there was David out in the fields with the bleeding sheep, you know, changing their diapers, putting on their Band-Aids, protecting them from the wolves. And he thought he was alone. He had missed the party, you know, the big anointing party, the glorious goosebump party. He was alone, 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 day after day, night after night, probably afraid at times, but but what did God do? He said, he said, Samuel, we got to get that boy. Go send for him. Brought that little shepherd boy in, anointed him, and he was king. That's King David. And that's a whole other story. But I got to tell you, God said to me, Denise, you're not invisible. Nobody sees you, but I see you. Because most of my time with my children was in isolation. So much of my time as a homemaker. You, you spend lots and lots of hours unless mm-hmm. you're you know, discontent and have to be going all day. But, I, but the Lord said, Denise, over and over. So if you're out there on the hills taking care of those lambs, those little bleeding sheep, loving them, nurturing them. And then if you look at David's life, he wrote songs while he was out there. I wrote a book while I was out there. That book then, 20 years later, 30 years later, has taken me all over the world. I, w- I was hidden, but I wasn't hidden to God's eyes. And you're not hidden from God's eyes. He sees everything, every sacrifice you're making, every effort. And so if you're that David today, that female David out on the hills, you just make the most of that season. Be the best shepherd you can be. God will pluck you out and take you to the party at just the right time. I, I'm a, I am absolutely <laughs> uh, have a testimony in that way. So I hope that helps Felice. I love it. I love it. And, you know, one of the things that you can do, moms, like as an action point, is to start journaling. If you've never journaled before, you know, you can, doesn't have to be a fancy one. Um, you know, you can just get one somewhere. Someone just gave me one of those um, dot journals, which I have no idea how to use. Um, but I'm going to look at, mm-hmm. look into that and, and, you know, and, and try my hand at something new. But um, it doesn't have to be fancy. It can just be lined paper. It nope. can be, yep. you know, a little notebook you find, uh, tear out the pages and just start because 
Um, I think that's a very powerful testimony. Um, and you can also look back um, and start, you know, always start with praise. Um, thank God for mm. something because it's amazing. Because if you start with praising God, then mm. everything else kind of falls into perspective. And then you can look back when you have prayer requests or whatever that is and see how many times God has been there for you. Uh, one mm-hmm. of my favorite things to do. So, but thank so you true. so much, Denise. You it's a pleasure, Felice. Yeah, denisemyra.com, D-E-N-I-S-E-M-I-R-A.com. And I know you know someone who needs to hear today's episode, so please share that with a friend. And friends, something that Denise has for you, um, a little handout with some of her scripture verses that are in her tool chest of overcoming um, and also longing for significance that will help you. So that will be available um, on this podcast. Go to onemorechildpodcast.com and look for the episode Longing for Significance. Give us a a rating um, on Apple Podcasts. You can give us a star rating. And uh, again, your best thank you is actually to share this with a friend. Take care, everyone, and God bless. You are on your way to a life that is focused on joy and hope. Thanks so much for stopping by. Connect with me on social media and visit the podcast page for your show notes at onemorechildpodcast.com. If you have any questions, be sure to write me at felice at mediaangels.com. Are you ready for a break? Does a week-long retreat sound great? Well, friends, you're invited to a retreat. I have partnered with some amazing friends and we share our hearts at the Come Away My Beloved Retreat. This is your invitation to overcome your obstacles and become the powerhouse that you are designed to be. You will not want to miss this and we are recording so you don't have to. Join us all from the comfort of your home on your time and download the videos to watch whenever you need encouragement. Go to mediaangels.com forward slash moms retreat for more information. That's mediaangels.com forward slash M-O-M-S-R-E-T-R-E-A-T.